This podcast episode is brought to you by the Bass Parlor app. If you haven't already, make sure you go to the App Store or go to Google Play and download the Bass Parlor app today. What the Bass Parlor app does is allow you to handpick your music team. So if you need an artist, audio engineer, producer, you know, instrumentalist, songwriter, whatever you need to complete your music project, you can find and connect with them on the Bass Parlor app. So if you haven't already, make sure you go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Bass Parlor app. Welcome everybody to the Bass Parlor podcast. Today, we have a great singer-songwriter out the Atlanta area, Miss Chris. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Doing good. Did I say that right? I said it right, yes, right? Yes, you did, Daryl. Thank yeah. you for pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, I was listening to some of your music, um, listen to it on, on the Instagram, and you have a, a beautiful voice, really good voice. Thank you um, so much. Let me know what you, what do you have uh, planned for 2021? What you got coming up? Oh boy, 2021. Okay, I know this is so cliche to say, but 2021 is my year. You know, on my journey, on my personal journey, on my path, this is the year of me definitely just like relinquishing a lot of negativity and diving into my entire purpose. So uh, 2021 is going to be a lot of me just creating and allowing my fans to be in on that creation, I should say more so because I have been creating as a hermit crab and I have been giving baby steps. As you can see, my page is not really flattering towards, you know, all that I can do. I am so many things in one and I'm just now learning to share that with the world and not be so selfish with myself. So yeah, I'm really going to give back to the to the creative community because they've inspired me so much so why not pour into that what i have to offer so 2021 is going to be full of me just living my life living in my purpose walking in my path and just not really not really being boxed in to be honest (laughs) that's awesome that's really really great um do you have a team that you like working with like you have producers and audio engineers that you already enjoy working with oh my person right now I have a team of people that support me and people who run behind me and that push me in the right direction. As far as people, I'm open. I am really, really, really trying to work with as many people as I can. Um, Pineapple Ambassador, uh, this is a new relationship that I have just formed on Instagram. And it has meant so much to me because he actually has played a part in this most recent show, my very first show of the year, 2021. I'm very excited about it. Um, I remade and I remade a Janet Jackson song called Anytime, Anyplace. Oh, the classic. The remake was so beautiful. It was so pieced together last minute, but it was made from love. And I was just so excited that it all came together last minute and everything just turned out so great. So I do want to shout him out. I do want to give a big ups to him. That's Pineapple Ambassador on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> and other producers. Hey, man, I love JP. Mm-hmm. P-Dub. He's a very popular producer that's on, like, YouTube, Instagram, gja.com. Like, he's on a lot of different things. But right now, I'm open. So anybody listening out there, if you create music or if you are open to creating anything creative, let's get it. Let's work. Okay. That's also sounds good. So take me back to the very beginning. Let me know what's the origin story. So what got you into songwriting? What got you into singing at the very beginning? Hmm. The very beginning, the very beginning, I would have to say I was about four. I have family childhood stories of people telling me I'm singing in the backseat of 
some Coca-Cola song that my father was remaking at the time. He was doing jingles and I was just singing and I was hitting every note right. And I guess everyone was like, wow, wait a minute. This little toddler can actually hit a note. (laughs) So I guess, you know, from there, my family just poured great music into me, poured great, great music sounds that would just make you stop and be like, who is Anita Baker? I'm sorry. What is that? Please teach me. I just started listening and mimicking like a parrot. I was just I was just eager, 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 just gospel music and R&B and Prince. Stevie Wonder. Can you imagine a six year old mimicking Stevie Wonder and Prince? And it was just it was amazing growing up in the different households that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. I I was very, very exposed to like great, great, great music from the start. And I took it from there and got into songwriting. And I started YouTube when I was 16. That was fun. <laughs> it didn't go too far, but it was an experience. You know, that's all that counts. Especially at that age, you can't expect it to go too far. But, you know, just put yourself out there. That, that means a lot, you know, at 16. It means a lot, especially at that time. You know, not to get too deep, but I was in, I was in high school, you know, learning public speaking and learning who you are and not being afraid to publicize that. You know, I guess I was experimenting. Right. Because right. it was short-lived, you know, I'm also learning consistency. It was short-lived. So I moved on from that and just let it drift off. And I gained so many fans from my YouTube that I did not pay attention to. Right. And I didn't realize until Instagram blew up. And Instagram is where people grew out of that shell of just being creepy and watching to liking and commenting and actually giving that presence. And I was like, what? You know me from when? 2009? Oh, my gosh. And it just put me in a whole new light of like, wow, you people really do find and ride for people. Like, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, from there, I guess, with the songwriting, I... I got into a group. I got into a situation where I was writing and demoing and experiencing the world and traveling us alongside this amazing group that I really looked up to. It was a girl group, mm-hmm. four girls called Havoc Jones. And I really, really, you know, I grew up Jehovah's Witness okay. and, and strongly, strongly in the church as well. But with the Jehovah's Witness light shined on me, it was very like, hey, can't listen to that. Turn it off. <laughs> so it, it really, really toned my ears to either old school or young children who grew up listening to old school. So their music was pure. Right. Right. And so, you know, with that upbringing, I, you know, I turned towards corny or I turned towards, you know, more universal music, not so much cursing and, and rowdy, rowdy. So when I, you know, ran into peers my age that were doing music that was not corny, but was super dope. And they weren't cursing and they weren't talking about sex and they weren't popping their little cheeks all over stage, you know, and I loved it. I was like, hey, okay, Destiny's Chad and the making I see you. And I was like, yo, I want to be a part of something great. So I wanted to put myself in a situation where I could just write, where I could just smell the essence, just be in the energy of great people. You know, I looked up to these girls and eventually life had it. I ended up in the group. And it was amazing, you know, like everything went great. And I met new people, did great, great, great music. I was exposed to things I never thought that I could be exposed to, especially with my upbringing. So it was just, it was really great. It was a great experience. And uh, slow me down if I'm talking too much. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. You're good. I mean, 
but um yeah that was great it was great 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 exposure great experience it really really brought me out of my out of my shadow you know like like knowing that you're great at something and then trying it a little bit for the internet behind closed doors to like hey yo you're on stage they're watching you be great be yourself and it it took a minute, but it really, really stuck with me. And it meant everything. And it molded me as a, as the person and as the artist I am today. Like, I have learned, even with this even with this past show that I just did, I've learned the, hey, you have a week of rehearsal, a week of getting a dress together. You have a week of just pulling it all together. And can you pull it off? Can you pull it off with swag? Right. Can you pull it off with passion? And to be honest, the entire time before the show, like, I agreed to do the show and right up until the moment where I got on stage, it all felt like a joke, you know, like it all felt like this isn't real. This is fun. It's cool. But this isn't real. I got on stage, man. Everything got real. And my face and my body and everything was just like, do it. And I did it. And it was amazing. And I'm like, I'm so glad to be here. And my journey is literally just starting. It's already started, but it's just now starting. And you don't have any butterflies or anything like that? Any stage fright? I did not. And I usually do. And that's what I was holding on to, I suppose. I, I, I manifested not being bothered. I manifested unbotherism. And yeah, I just made that up because I just, I walked into the building happy. I, I guess I kept pouring into myself happy thoughts, pouring into happy thoughts, nervous, nervous where, for what, for who? I got this. I'm good. I'm great. I am Chris. I am me. So <laughs> I went in there with the thought process of like, you're not going to be nervous. You're not messing up. You're right. not, nothing's going to stop you. Like you got this. And I just have to keep pouring that into myself because it's easy to fall into the ladder. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. It makes sense. I'm sure starting off with a group first and then transition to an artist. I'm sure starting off with a group, everything wasn't on shoulders, you know, it was like you kind of yes. scared the load a little bit like that. How was that transition from going to work with a group to being a, a solo artist? Um, the transition was, it was a transition. You know, I got in the car, I put my seatbelt on and I drove. I wasn't anticipating speed bumps. I wasn't anticipating stop signs or red lights. I really was just like, hey, I just got to keep going. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm going to stop for a long time or if I'm going to stop briefly or if I'm just going to, you know, get into somewhere or into a situation where I was completely never going to touch it again. I was very, very happy in the group doing music, doing shows. And then life happened to where it was just abruptly stopped. You know, I left the group. Um, there was no bad blood. Thankfully, because you know, we're all girls, we're all females. So, you know, usually people think it got catty and everything, but everything with the group stopped beautifully. It was more so a situation where I was like, hey, I'm losing myself. I need to pause. I'm not going to think about the money or the fans or the disappointment. I'm going to think about self. I have to. Um, I had a child. I um, got pregnant shortly after. And it was just like a lot of things were happening and it was just like, okay, everything's happening for a reason. I'm going to take a seat back and I'm just going to pause. And I unfortunately paused, paused, like I pressed stop Mm. and I really meant for it to be a reboot. You know, I meant to get, you know, some type of therapy and dive right back in. Like I was ready, but 
it didn't happen that way. And two to three years went by and I was not doing anything. Like people who were in love with the group were just like, did she die? Like (laughs) what happened? Like y'all are like, y'all were amazing, but you know, and that's just another wake up call with people have things going on, you know, like the high demand on entertainment is crazy and people, they really get lost and they're just like, no, I can't think about myself. I can't think about getting sick. I can't think about emergencies. I got to think about the entertainment and keeping the boat rolling. And it's just like, I guess I wasn't in, my strong suit. I wasn't ready or prepared to keep it going. Mm -hmm. And I put a pause on it and I'm really big on journeys right now. So I don't regret it at all. I'm smiling the hugest smile on my face because with everything that came with that pause, I grew so much and I learned so much about myself to now, you know, coming, coming from like an 18, 19 year old thrown into the industry, just saying, Hey, I'm cute. I'm skinny and I can sing. This is what I have to be to pausing. No, that ain't it. Relax, figure out who you are and coming back out with this new, hey, this is who I am and this is what y'all are going to get. You're not going to tease me. You're not going to entice me. You're not going to judge me or anything into being whatever you need me to be. I know who I am now and I know what I'm going to give y'all. So everything that I've been through and everything that has taken place to this point was for a reason. And I'm super grateful for it. Yeah, that's awesome. It, it might actually, looking back, it might have actually saved you, you know, because it's like, I, it's a lot of young, you know, young women and young men who get swallowed by that, that fame and that oh. before they even finish growing, you know, mentally. Yes, growing, you yes. Know, you know, so the fact that you were able to step back, even if it wasn't, you know, something that you foresaw, be able to step back and become a full grown woman. And now you can re-enter into the, to the scene, you know, knowing fully who you are, you know, so my guys, you know, absolutely. So mm-hmm. um, now that you're back out on the scene, how was that transition? What, what made you say, okay, let me, now it's time to go back out there and, 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 and do this thing again. Oh man, it, I'm stubborn. Okay. It took a lot of confirmations for me to be like, okay, it's not about me. Okay. (laughs) There were a few green flags. I won't say red. I won't say blue, but they were definitely green. It was definitely a green light. It was my daughter. My daughter is four and my daughter sings and she mimics me like a parrot. And, and I look at her and I go, that was not a four-year-old run. This mm. little girl said, oh. And I was like, wait, <laughs> you're ready. Okay. <laughs> and if I'm going to push you into any industry, I got to know what it's like. Mm. Any television show, any book, any movie, I need to know what it's like first before I throw you in it. And that was one that took me a minute. I was I was misguided with that confirmation for a second. I was like, no, I need to, you know, like relinquish any dreams of my own and focus and pour into her. And I was just looking at it all wrong. And time will tell. It, t- it definitely took me time to, to refocus, I guess, with that specific okay. confirmation. But just me realizing that um, through different exposure, whether it be a picture, a meme, a video, a book, a sight, a person, you know, a visual of love in the streets. I don't know, but it was many different wake up calls that were like, Hey, you're going to be you. The world's going to turn. 
why not be you and inspire some other people? Hmm? Why not, you know, put yourself because you're so mentally guided. I feel like I have just enough people in my life that are helping me on the right path so that I a, don't get lost, mm. that I B, don't get warped up into my greatness. I am so humble to the point that I come off as a little insecure. And I'm so grateful for that because I know how great I am. And if I was any more confident than I am now, a lot of negative things would be drawn towards me. So I definitely try to like keep myself humble but like focused so I can get towards that greatness, but not too close. Cause that like me, not me being afraid of being great has been the, the repellent of me doing music. Like I'm like, no, y'all already got Beyonce. Y'all already got SZA. You already got Kalani. You already got Summer Walker. You guys are good. You guys don't need me. Mm-hmm. And then I think about it and I go, you know what? We got salt and we got pepper, but now we got garlic powder and there's nothing wrong with that. added to the sauce you know what i'm saying and i'm just i've just been telling myself that it's not all about me it's about the inspiration and it's about the beauty that comes from inspiration you know there's a lot of people that i see that are like oh you sound great you look cute but it's not touching me it's not doing nothing you know the industry is oversaturated and i felt like when i do come across someone sitting in a basement walls look crusty but you sound like an angel and it doesn't look like you have a lot of resources, but you're trying. You're not worried about the imagery. You're not worried about your clothes on your back. You're not worried about not being able to play an instrument. You're sitting there in that crusty basement and you're singing and you sound and you look beautiful because you look happy. That inspires me. And I'm like, hmm, okay. There's a lot of girls like me who feel like the world doesn't need them. And in a way, they definitely do. So I'm like, I'm not going to hold back. I don't care if it's too many me's out there. I'm just going to be me, and I'm just going to let it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, I mean, there's only one you. There's only one anybody. And, you know, people want to hear what you have to give, you know, even if it's similar or not similar to other artists that are popular also. Everybody's got their own, like you said, garlic powder versus salt, pepper. Everybody's got their own mm-hmm. flavor. So there's yeah. some flavors that are similar, but it's not, nothing's exactly the same. So. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to what you got in store for 2021, for sure. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. I can't stop smiling. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you again, Daryl. I really appreciate this. Absolutely. No, I appreciate you taking the time out. Taking the time out. So, uh, lastly, what's your, let me know what's your creative process. How do you like to create songs? You start with the, you know, listen to the beat or the instrumental first. You start with the lyrics first. How do you like to create? When I create, um, I definitely like to zone out in whether that be with intoxication or whether that be with me being alone. Um, I get very intoxicated when I'm alone. I love and I thrive being by myself. I can center myself. I can shut out everything around me and I can really just focus on my thoughts. I can focus on retracting thoughts and moving them around and bringing in good ones. And I love the control I have over my brain when I'm alone. And I feel like the best thing to do, I I like, I, it really, it really ruins a lot of relationships that I have because producers and writers and just people who love being around the energy, they always want to be in the studio and I always want to be alone. (laughs) Like, please don't come. I don't need you there. You can come afterwards, but like, I, I love to be alone and I listen to the beat and I mumble rap. Okay. <laughs> like 
I mumble, I hum, I mumble, I scat, and I get a rhythm. Mm-hmm. And from that rhythm, I get a vibe. And from the vibe, I try to plug in words. And it's, it usually turns out beautiful, but when it doesn't, I, I tap out and I go to my, my resources and my, my team and I say, hey, I need this. I'm struggling with some words. Can you help me? So I'm very open to help. Right. No, that's good. That's good. And I, I mean, I like that creation process, too, because it seems like it's it's something that's it's, it's fluid with the music because you're getting about the rhythm going along on top of the music instead of like trying to fit in these many bars and the, this structure, yeah. song structure into this beat, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that's really cool. That's really cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, once again, I really appreciate you joining us here today, and I'm looking forward to what you got coming up for for 2021. From what I've heard so far, I mean, you have a beautiful voice and a lot to give, a lot to give uh, the music industry. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Once again, y'all, this is a singer songwriter out of Atlanta named Scris. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining. You did it perfect. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Thank you so ah. much. Thanks for checking into the bass parlor. <laughs>